0: welcome to the great lakes fishing podcast presented by Fish Hawk electronics if you're looking for news tips and stories about fishing the great lakes you've come to the right place and now your host chris larson
1: hello and welcome to the great lakes fishing podcast today's show features doug straub from fish usa we discuss the inner workings of fish usa their new trolling rod And how fish usa continues to grow in a challenging retail environment if you're a nerd for the industry side of fishing this is a conversation you won't want to miss captain pete alex is my co-host for this episode so doug uh, you work for fish usa tell me a little bit about that what you do there
0: yeah i'm the senior director of merchandising handle all of our products that come in um everything from rods rails lures um, Overseer our buying team and our e commerce uh, production team, everything that goes on our website. I've uh, been with the company for just over 12 years and uh, it's been a fun ride. It's been awesome to see and love supporting the Great Lakes region and uh, want to continue our growth across the entire country.
1: So basically, your job is to pick out what Fish USA is going to have mm-hmm. as far as the product line, what they're going to carry.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So everything from our anything walleye, salmon, steelhead uh our ice fishing assortment and we've got a tremendous team you know it's not just myself that's doing this we get a lot of input uh from our entire team our, we we tap our pro staff like pete um rick jackie is another pro staff for roger hinchcliffe who's around here we we work together in really trying to to build an assortment that's the best in the entire country you know from the major players to small niche brands we try to co- cover everything
1: yeah what's that like for you now um those small niche brands it's like a growing trend in the outdoors see it in hunting, you see it in fishing. How do you find those those little small regional brands that just have that real rabid following and pick those and go, this would be a good brand to bring to fishing
0: yeah I mean I think a lot of it, you know, with the power of social media now, you can get access to you have the ability to get access to a lot of those brands very quickly and you know whether they're they're doing a social media post or uh, a sponsored post there's a lot of ways that we can find out about it but i would say that's the number one uh way that we find out about new products it's really not people coming to us necessarily we're always looking you know my job at the end of the day is i gotta go find a lot of these products so we're very active on social media just looking around um and trying to find these types of products and niche brands and you know it's it's, I think, what sets you apart. You know, there's not, a, not every, you know, big box retailer is going to carry these smaller niche brands. And I think it's important to be able to offer a, a variety of, of brands like a Shimano um, and, you know, smaller brands that, you know, are just more regional focused.
1: So we're talking about buying stuff right now, at least from your standpoint, what you're going to bring in. Uh, to offer to customers. But how about selling? I mean, we were you and I were talking earlier today, we had a little meeting, we were talking about just different markets that are growing, places mm-hmm. where you're seeing, you know, start seeing more and more orders come from. from where are kind of the up-and-coming fishing, I guess, regions and areas that you guys see?
0: Yeah, know I think, you know, it's COVID has been really a wild ride. And everything we saw from COVID and really the challenges of getting product, it really didn't matter what you had, it was a matter of what you could get. Uh, but now that things are really subsiding, um, I really think that there are certain categories. You know, I'm, we're seeing growth in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, we've partnered with a, uh, a, a group of influencers called Addicted Fishing, and we're seeing tremendous amount of growth. And it's really cool to see because what the Great Lakes is very different than the West Coast and the products that they use. You know, I'll use Pro Troll as an example. The colors that we use here in the Great Lakes on Lake Ontario, Lake Michigan are very, very different than what you're going to see in, Washington or Oregon, so it's really cool to see the different uh, types of products and the different applications. And does any of that blend into each region? It's it's kind of cool to see, and I'm I'm really excited to see how it all comes together to see if there's some crossover that we can really, you know, br- bring the two uh, two coasts together a little bit and and uh, you know share some of those different tactics and techniques.
1: Yeah, that's what's interesting is you know we're fishing Pacific salmon here, and they're fishing <laughs> Pacific salmon there. Yeah. But the way that we fish them very different. are very different. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I think it's it's just so cool to see. You know, one thing that I see out there is a lot of people use single, you know, a sidewash hook. You very rarely see that on the Great Lakes. It's all treble hooks. And I think you're going to see more and more people say, how about that over here? How about this over there? So it's just awesome to see. And I'm really excited about uh, watching the whole category grow.
1: Is that something you think that's because of social media? you think a guy that maybe is going to go out and fish on Lake Ontario and he pops on YouTube and says, like, how to catch more salmon? And all of a sudden he's watching a guy that's fishing in Washington State and goes, oh, that's kind of an interesting idea. And then those things kind of meld together. I mean, is that how this is happening?
0: I mean, I think the power of YouTube, Facebook, Instagram is you have everything is at your fingertips. It's, It's one click away. Uh, to be able to get access to all these different, you can learn so much in such a short amount of time. And I think that's, we didn't have that. And you know what, social media didn't exist until I was in college, and that was 15 years ago.
2: I think uh, to the, the hit your top, your, your question, I guess, is, you know, years ago, everybody went to sports shows because you couldn't go to Facebook or YouTube to see instructional videos or to see the products guys wanted to show you how they caught the fish, what they caught them on talk about taxes so you know seminars were like a lot more popular back then people would travel long distance to sit through these shows now going back to the point about social media and the tools that I I could sit my butt at home and flip on the YouTube channel and, and see how West guys troll for salmon what they're using the color schemes how far they're putting them back you know on the water stuff like it's it's like I'm sitting in a seminar anymore so a lot of that you know West to East knowledge and it's probably east to west somewhat too is is going backwards but man it's sure shortened the curve for a lot of people and you know it's in your living room now before you really had to travel read a magazine or basically travel to sports shows to to get this information so it's changed a lot
1: you've really been working on your youtube channel you've been putting (laughs) a ton of stuff out there what do you see when you're when you look at your analytics where are people watching this stuff i'm sure a lot of it is from great lakes but outside of the Great Lakes region where are you seeing those viewers coming from
2: I can't answer that I don't really pay any attention to it <laughs> I just I just throw my YouTube videos on there and, and yeah. send it I don't uh, it, I don't really get into the you know you don't you don't find at the end of my YouTube videos like me right, right. I, I don't really don't care yeah you know if you're gonna find me through the search engines or you know your buddy says hey Pete's got a good video on how to tie a knot or something that that's beneficial. That's all I need. I don't need to make, you know, 20 cents on a video. It doesn't matter. I'm doing it part because of my passion for the fishing business. Part of it's just my free time or nervous energy time. I like to just do something somewhat creative that might help people. But I cracked the 200 video mark the other day, which is uh, the goal is to keep doing that as time allows. But it's really just fun. It isn't about the likes and, and how people from wherever look at my videos. It, it, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, I don't care.
1: Well, I see you brought a product with you. Mm-hmm. You guys have some new stuff this year. Uh, you got a new trolling rod. So yeah. tell us about that.
0: No, we're super excited about the, our new line of rods. It's called Fish USA Flagship. And this year is our, this project literally, uh, we got our first finished product about 10 days ago. Uh, it landed in our warehouse, and we are super stoked about this. Um, this is a pro- project we've for all well over here. people was a, a very integral uh, part of the process in designing these rods and testing these rods. Um, and you know, there's some unique features about it. You know the, the things that I, I really wanted to take into consideration with these rods were, at the end of the day, a trolling rod's a trolling rod. It's really not about sensitivity. It's uh, amazing certs uh, with their guides. and these are all solid, stainless steel. And uh, that's really the big, I would say the biggest difference and really the differentiator is all of our trolling rods um, moving forward that come out of this line are going to be stainless steel with the exception of a wire line series uh, that is going to have a ceramic insert and it's made out of zirconium. And the reason for that is singles or is seven strand wire will cut through a stainless steel guide over time. It will groove. We found out the hard way last year in testing these and we moved to a different uh, guide and they held up terrific. And so we're super excited about that. They do come with a Twilly tip already uh, installed on them. Uh, that's another differentiating factor, but you know, it's, this is just step one in the journey. And I really have a new appreciation for folks that go through product development and the whole testing. It's, these things don't happen overnight. It is a very long, long period of time that it takes to actually develop products. And there's a lot more to come from Fish USA. You know, we we pride ourselves on our name and the product that we put out there and we're gonna continue putting product out there that we feel is is as good as anything out there for at a reasonable price point. Yeah. And that's, that's our long-term goal and there'll be a lot more to come from us.
1: Yeah, so you got these rods this year. You showed them to me when you were over there. Um, the question everybody has when you come on the product is how much does it cost? Yeah. So what are we talking about for a free trolling? So
0: there's two two prices on the rods. The wire rods, both the nine foot and the ten foot, are going to retail for 109.99, and then every other rod in this series is going to be 79.99. So we're at the I would say at the for a trolling rod, mid to higher end uh, on a on the price point. But I'm very confident and very uh I'm very happy with this rod. I think it's a, a tremendous value. And uh, I'm, I will stand by my word on that one,
2: and I'll, I'll second that. You know, I had the privilege of going through the the, the uh, steps of helping field test them, you know, and trying to narrow this down to the diameter maybe, or the, the, the guides maybe, to tweak the guides, the handles, things like that. And uh, they they put together a really nice. Doug did a great job designing it. You know, he put his heart heart and soul into this whole thing. He took personal ownership of it to make sure it came out right. And uh, I think they put a really nice series of rods together for the Great Lakes Troller or West Coast, whatever, but just a really nice and I think that they're very competitively priced and they're an attractive rod. I think they did a great job with them.
1: What else do you guys have that's maybe a new thing? Maybe not something that that you guys develop, but what else there if someone's going on Fish USA and they're thinking about getting ready for the season, what's something new that you guys brought in this year that that you're excited about carrying?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think from from existing uh, manufacturers that we work with, we're going to continue to bring in custom and unique products from Dreamweaver. Um, If you stop over at our booth, we've got custom Moonshine spoons, custom Dreamweaver spoons. I'm really excited about our new planer board line. Um, Actually, planer boards that we're building. Pete is actually helping us uh, build these planer boards. Uh, They're unique. uh, They're different. Um, I don't think there's a whole lot out there like them today. So we do have them over at the booth. But there's going to be there's going to be a lot more to come and i'm super excited about some of the projects that we're currently working on and and uh, it's just a, it's a process you know i'd love to be able to push things a lot faster but it, you just got to make sure it's right yeah. and that's one thing that i'm trying to stay focused on is just make sure we get it right the first time sure. so we don't have problems on the back end
1: so i think when a lot of people around the country think of fish usa they think of it as kind of an online pro shop mm-hmm. a place they can go online pick out what they want get it shipped to them uh, but you guys go out and work some shows. Yeah. Uh, what's it like for you, and what do you get? I mean, obviously you sell stuff at these shows, but what are some other advantages for you to come to something like this? At
0: the end of the day, it's for me. It's you know we are we're retailers, so yes, sales are important, but it's just the the interaction with with anglers uh, that you don't I don't I don't personally don't get to do every day. You know, we have our customer service team and our pro shop guys that they're interfacing and talking to the angler every single day. This is my opportunity as a, as a purchaser to talk to the actual fishermen and what they want. I've heard people come over and talk about the rods, and, and they love the rods, but do you have this? You know, three people come and say, wow, I didn't think about that. Maybe we should add this, this product to our line. And that's where you just get a lot of valuable information from the anglers. At the end of the day, they speak, and they, we need to listen to them. So this is my opportunity to really get engaged with them, talk to them. Because like I said, I'm not I'm not on the sales floor every day hearing everything. A lot of that information does get funneled to me. But this is my personal opportunity to be able to talk to people and listen to what they want.
1: Just get a chance to hear what the average person is. And I think when you are in it, like Pete's in it, like you're in it, like I'm in it, like we have one perspective just because we see it. But the way the guy actually is pulling his wallet out and spending his money on this stuff, they may view that product completely different just because it's a different, it's just a different experience for them from their end of it than what, what we see.
0: No question. No, I completely agree with that. And sometimes I, you got to remind yourself, you get tunnel vision sometimes. It's You, you need to really listen to the, <clears throat> the anglers and not just what you're, you know, we all have our personal biases and our tendencies. But you really, at the end of the day, it's, it's about what they want. And, lo, you know, looking at different price points and looking at products and say, does this product make sense or not for for our company? Sure,
1: we got a question here. This is from David. David's been active uh, Been watching a lot of our shows this week. He wants to know uh, Fish USA selling any new fish hawk products for 2023. Bought his fish hawk X4D from Fish USA three years ago. Uh, any new technology coming out? What I would say, David, is we're always working on stuff, we're always developing stuff, we've been developing stuff for years. It just comes down to what that timing is like. And we just at this point, right now, we're not sure when new things are coming out, but we're always working on stuff so um happy that you're happy with the product you got right now and I hope that that works for you for quite a while and at some point we will have new stuff absolutely but right now we just we don't know when that's going to be yeah. um obviously with covid and everything that's been happening in the supply chain like it's thrown, it's, oh, thrown no a lot question. of plans and there's just there's always new stuff that we're working on and new stuff we're thinking about and it just comes down to finding yeah. the right time where we can bring the parts in to make it in the right time to when it makes sense for the market as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think you know, even across the board, with all the the vendors that I we work with, from the Shimano's, the Daiwas, the Fishhawks, whoever, I, there's a lot of really cool product that's in the works across the board. Um, you know, can't share everything that we do know, but it's it's exciting and it really for every angler. There's so much stuff that's being worked on right now that they'll be coming to market, and uh, it's really it's fun to be a part of, and it's it's uh it's it's really exciting.
1: Yeah, so it's just kind of. Finding that sweet spot where where it works for everybody. Um, tell us a little bit about just what that day to day is like at Fish USA. I mm-hmm. mean, you're you're a big company. You're a company that ships all. You guys ship all over the world, mm-hmm. all over the world. Uh, lots of different types of fishing and, and angling enthusiasts that, that do business with you guys. Um, what does that mail day look like? <laughs>
0: yeah. No. see, so, you know, my day is, uh, you know, it's all over the board. You know, I I spend a lot of time. With people, you know, there's there's a lot of human involvement. It's not just about the products, you know. It's a lot of it's about employees and working with. At the end of the day, we're still a company, so you got to you know work with people. Uh, it's not just about working on products or the the new thing on the website. There's a lot of uh, components to that. But you know, I, I would say my my time on a on a normal day is very very divided up into certain areas. You know, part of the day is you know, I am an actual I'll buy product for our company. I have a handful of lines. Um part of my day a lot of part of my day a lot of my day is actually spent in meetings and just talking about, you know, plans, where we're going in the future, how do we want to continue to grow? Um how we want to expand our our physical footprint in our pro shop, what are the things that we can do? How can we better, you know, employee engagement the whole nine yards. It's it's really it's not just about buying products and, and what you see online. There's a, that's a, it's a real company, and uh, you know what I would say about, about FishUS is we are in the tackle industry. We're above average in the terms of the size and the number of employees that we have, but at the end of the day, we're pretty small. We have a very small family environment, and we take try to keep, take care of each other. You know, that's in our pro staff. You know, people like Pete, they're an extension of our family, and we want to continue to grow and and have people be part of it. Um, I think it's really cool that. That fish USA was started in a garage uh, by our owner. It, it was started from nothing, from scratch, 22 years ago, 23 years ago, and um, you know I don't know that a lot of people know that there was a lot of heart and soul uh, that was poured into that to get to where we are today. And we have a long way. We have we are not where we want to be. Uh, we have a long way to go. Uh, we want to continue to grow, uh, continue to you know keep the company growing in Erie, Pennsylvania. Um, I think that's important. And having that homegrown feel is just something that's really cool and it's fun to be a part
1: of. Very cool. Uh, one more question we're we'll let you go here. This is from Nick Cook. He says, uh, what's your best-selling salmon gear?
0: Best-selling salmon gear? Uh, I would say our number one brand is definitely Dream okay. Uh Moonshine is up there. Uh, it's Michigan Stinger. Uh, but I would say Dream Lover is is by I wouldn't say it's by far, but it's, it's definitely the biggest uh, in terms of on the Great Lakes from Flashers to um, Spoons the whole nine yards just so they're a really great company uh, Yeah, we we work very well together uh they do a, a lot of unique custom product for us and we're going to continue to keep doing that
2: well, cool. do you anything else right yeah I'm, I'm, I'm curious do you know what state you ship the, i guess the the highest dollar volume volume to annually do you, yeah. ever, do you track that yeah absolutely and what state of uh, michigan it? Okay, it's not Pennsylvania. It's you not. Track New- that? Country. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was just, it was a curious when I was thinking about the yeah. questions, like good questions yeah. you asked, Doug that are like good information. Yeah. Michigan. Michigan's yeah. our number Who, one. so Who's like two, three? New York.
0: Okay. New York, Pennsylvania. Okay. A Great Lakes region is really I was our.
2: i curious if it was anything on the west. There's some. The there's uh yet? California's in our top ten. Okay.
0: Um, Washington is up there. Um, but yeah, Great Lakes region is our is our home territory, and but we want to continue to grow. Uh, down south in the southern bass market, and we're going to make some efforts to do so. And it's fun fun, but yeah, Michigan's it's Michigan's unique in that there's just it's so diverse. The Great Lakes in general is just very diverse. You know, you got you know small great smallmouth fisheries, great walleye fisheries, great salmon fisheries. How's the ice fishing season so far? Sucks.
2: <laughs> Absolutely sucked. <laughs> no, was, that's that's a that's a sort of Yeah, uh, he's got he's always he frets over ordering, pre-ordering, right based on hoping the fall, the farmers' almanacs, right, excuse me, that, that nail a hard, cold winter. And so, you know, you gotta prepare, back to the prepare thing and order ahead so you have product on the shelf. Then we get a winter like this, right? And then him and I talk and I'd say, How's the ice fishing sales going, Doug? You know, I'm on a stream, you know, in February 50 degrees. So right. I, yeah. I I crack him. I give him a crack and he just yep. <laughs> He's, well, sales the sales will be coming. You know? oh, right. <laughs> Close <Yep>. odds. <outs. laughs> it's it's been a tough year for the guys. How do you predict it? Tough to predict. Yeah,
0: no, it's a tough it's a tough business. It's, I say it's feast or famine. And uh, but it is what it is. I mean, it,
1: you, you want to be prepared the best you
0: can for it. But at the end of the day, we can't control Mother Nature. It's uh, it's it's know, like it in a
2: tournament. You it's should have exactly. went left and, and yeah, said exactly. You went right, right? Exactly. And how do you know? Yep. You just based on your best information at the time, and you go with you make the call. Absolutely. All right, Doug. Appreciate you coming
1: Thank on. Thank you so in, much it was for your time. You on. Appreciate Great it. Great discussion. So I really appreciate it. Thank time. you.
0: Thanks for listening to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast presented by Fishhawk Electronics. For more information on fishing the Great Lakes, visit our blog at fishhawkelectronics.com.